welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oui, oui. Bonjour. This, this look, if you're not watching on YouTube right now, we got a sick French look going on. We got berets, little, uh, what are these, ascots? Mm-hmm. I think we're looking kind of fire right now. Both of us thought we looked silly, but without the other person looked fire. Yeah, we both, I was like, I can't pull this off. And then, I was like, you and, look- then, and then he's like, you look good. And I was like, well, I thought you looked good. Cute. So got cute. You, bud. Have you ever been to France? I have. Dude, France is wild. France is cool. Did where did you go to like Paris? Mm-hmm. Okay. I went to to a few different places. Yeah. But yeah, I went to Paris, Lyon, um, Marseille, and then I can't remember. And then I didn't go anywhere else. Went to yeah, Spain. I went to Paris and then I went to some coastal cities. Have you heard my my water story? No. When I was trying to order water. No. My friend, I was traveling with my friend and he spoke French, yeah. enough French that he could order right. for us or whatever, even though people speak English, but yeah. he just, his family, his dad's from Paris. Sure. But he goes to the bathroom and I was like, wait, what's the word for water? And I was like, I just, it literally went in one ear and out the other. <laughs> and the waiter comes and I'm like, I have a cigarette, I'm outside. And I was like, oh, he comes over and he's all, uh-huh. And I was like, j'ai quoi? What's that like? It means I am. (laughs) (laughs) So you just hit him with the I am. I go, je quoi. And he goes, je quoi. And I was like, je quoi. And he's like, je quoi. And I was like, (laughs) je quoi. And he just goes, je quoi. Je quoi. Je quoi. Like he was pissed. Yeah. And just walks away. And I was like, the fuck, dude? Rude. Dude. And then my friend comes, my friend comes back and I was like, dude, the waiter's a dick. Like, we should go somewhere else. Right. And he's like, why? And I was like, I, it's all heated. I was like, try to order water. I said, Je And he's like, no, that's not the word for water. Dude. And I was like, oh, okay. I remember I was 20 my, years old and I was like broke and, and I was running around. We were trying to find like a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I went up to like this restaurant. And the maitre d' or something, and I just said, "Hey, uh, like McDonald's." And he went, <laughs> he didn't even respond to me. And I was like, "McDonald's." And he goes, "Like, you he gave me one of these." Like, out of here, you would. You're so embarrassing. You're you st- stupid American. Stink. You stink. I will say this. I get it. I do get it. Like, you have amazing food, amazing wine, fashion, a, the most beautiful language in the world. Everyone looks cool as shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really is better in regards to like how how beautiful and cool it is i'm like the biggest thing i get jealous of when i go to europe is um their use of public space the way people like hold the way the public interacts with like oh yeah the public space yeah they don't have big old houses and yards there's parks on sidewalks in spain too there's like playgrounds just on the sidewalk and at night like everyone is out out in the street and you can drink and you have there's food all over the place and it's just like there's life happening outside of like we're just going from point A to point B. Exactly. There's no beauty. Like no. that's the thing too is like these these country like countries like France is like built over like 
de- you know, centuries and centuries and like art is a part of it. And like when they build a building, they're not just focused on like, what's the cheapest way we can do it. They're like, Oh, we want to make it pretty. So then there's an aesthetic to the whole city and a whole vibe where here it's like, there's a Walmart, get it done, get out. You know, like when you're in a place like that, you're like, Italy is the same way to me. It's like you're in- enveloped in the beauty of it. Now, where would you rather be though? In the streets of Paris. Paris, okay. Or on this the streets of yacht, dude. What? Oh. On well, their well, fucking, well, hold on. I want to get well, to I this. Well, I guess it's bigger than a yacht. Well, that you mean a Virgin Airlines cruise ship? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that shit, that. Definitely, definitely the streets cool of Paris. Boat. Um, by the way, how was your weekend? Oh, you want to be in Paris, not the boat? Yeah, I think I'd prefer... It has a tattoo Paris. shop. <laughs> Did it? It does, it does. It has a tattoo shop on it. It's it was like, the biggest boat I've ever seen in my interesting life. Interesting highlight. It was crazy looking. Well, I haven't seen it yet. I've just been on the show. What do you mean? I haven't seen it in real life. No, but they were, they had pictures zoomed out like on the oh, dock dude, I and mean, it was the thing, massive. it's like, what, like 70 stories. Crazy. It was nuts. Uh, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, my weekend was good. We got away from the kids. We went to a party. Oh, sick. Like a birthday party or just a party? It was actually a birthday party. Cool. That was fun. What'd you guys do? My brother's wedding. That's right. My brother's wedding was last week. I was the best man. And, uh... Did you have a speech? Oh, yeah. Full speech. It went great. There we go. Um, it went great. Definitely. You know, with with the speeches you gotta it's like a thing it's like you gotta have some laughs some love you know you gotta find the mixture i thought it went really well i kind of had written it down a little bit like in my phone and then i just ended up ditching the whole thing it was one of those like i, I kind of kept the main ideas mm-hmm. but then i kind of ditched the whole like i didn't have a script or anything but like you know i ended up just flowing because when you're in a room it changes the dynamic of like Oh, what I was going to roast him harder and then i ended up not because i was like that's not the energy now or whatever you know or or I'm going to roast him more because that's the energy. It's a party vibe. Everyone's screaming and loud and drunk, you know, but they had a beautiful wedding. It was amazing. Um, the wedding speech is also very supportive. Yes. Everyone's got your back. They want you to do a good job. Well, and, and there's nothing worse than when you go to a wedding and someone has a speech that's like real roasty and then it gets awkward and they're like, well, you know, you're just a this and you're that and you're lame and you're dumb and you're all, and you're like, oh, and everyone's sitting there kind of like, that was brutal. And then they kind of, anyway, cheers. And you're like, uh, okay. You know, yeah, the guy, who, the guy like, who drank too much before the dinner and then he's kind of going on and on about something. And he, anyway, my buddy Jeff. And you're like, oh God, get him off. Because what's worse? Uh, to a me, boring, what's worse? A boring one or a long one? <sighs> Usually those go hand in that's, hand. That's right? actually very true. What's the worst to me is when someone's too drunk and they get like emotional and they just start talking about like all the traumatic shit that this person's helped them through. That to me is the worst. Yes. When it's just like... It's real personal. Let me tell you about this person. Yeah. They helped me. Yeah, it's all about them. When I was at... The, and let me tell... It was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. They pulled me through it. And they and you're like okay, and then they just well, it's like, beautiful if, if that if that's like, what they that's said. That's sweet. That's sweet. If that's but what it, they said. If that's they're beautiful. really drunk. They keep going, it and it's just you're never like, ends. This is and then it all becomes about them. Can I, my brother's wedding was was amazing for this reason. They didn't do the now everyone can do a speech. 
it was literally me, the maid of honor, mom and dad. So when the, when those, it was like four speeches and they were, they were all three minutes long and then they were over where it gets brutal is then when ting, 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 I'd like to, and then there's someone on, there's an uncle no, saying some shit. None and it's like, dude, we're all just trying to eat. And we, we've been listening to speeches for an hour. Like, who do you think keep you are? It simple. So they didn't even open it up to that. And that was the best thing they could have done. Also, if any, if they wanted to fucking hear your speech, they would have told you. Exactly. They would have had you come up. Uh, another thing that I like was thinking about, and I, it, it, it kind of made me laugh because I was thinking, when you're in high school, so so my brother had, you know, uh, the groomsmen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you get married, most of the time, or a lot of times, your groomsmen are, uh, you know, guys you knew in high school, in the college, and in, into your professional life. So there's kind of like a mixture. You know, there's like three or four from college, three or four from high school, three or four from your professional life. And it was funny because most of these guys were from my brother's high school. Maybe one or two weren't. And I was thinking about how like, how funny it is. Like, cause in high school you become friends with people for usually just cause you like talking to them mm-hmm. because you all have the same life. There is no job. There is no kids. There is no reason to bring you together. Maybe some music taste, maybe some fashion taste when you're a kid, maybe some skateboarding, but in general people are, there is no like, difference you're just kind of all in the same place so then it just becomes about like you're talking and then when you get older and you get 30 years old or whatever you make friends based off of your lifestyle so either parents or you have the same job or you live the same lifestyle whatever it is so it's like you're very cohesive but what is funny is when your high school friends then grow up and everyone has wildly different lifestyles you know what i mean like one guy can be a fireman one guy can be a whatever it's like you're all over the place and it was funny being with my brother's friends because it's the same thing that i have with my high school friends which is like all of us could not be more different now and so it's like my brother's you know my brother's got like a car salesman a fireman a guy who does this other random stuff a guy who's a model you know what i mean like it's just so like out there and it's funny how the characters combine and you're like sitting here going like this is a ragtag group of people like no way would these people be friends today because they would have never encountered each other exactly yeah you would not have met (laughs) dude i was dying laughing because everyone's a character in their own way but it could not be more like no one would have met each other if it wasn't for the fact that they've been friends for 15 years I just made me laugh thinking about my friends too. It was like, there's no way I would have like been like, oh yeah, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Let's hang out. Cause that guy's insane or whatever, you know, or he's saying the craziest stuff or he's like wild or whatever. Just made me laugh to look back on my friends and people's friends like that. Yeah. You just had me thinking about a lot of my friends. Yeah. Like how, how, it's like when you a, think I about mean, your high school or college, you're like, dude, what a weird group of people <laughs> that are still somehow connected. That would never be connected. Yeah. No, I definitely. Anyway, good talk. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was just. I was, <laughs> was, anyway, I was getting yeah. anyway, so lost. Guys, this thing of like trying to think of everyone else's jobs. Right. And I can't. I could just couldn't get past the fact. But it's like no. But it all makes sense to me why we're friends. But then I was like, no. But if they if they met then, and I was like really trying to think like, well, let's see what kind of bar would they need to be at? Like how unrealistic is this? How unrealistic like, that's is how, this? That's what I was getting caught up. I was just stuck on that. Well, I mean, like, how are you? How do you meet friends now? Like, if you're over 30, Dude, I don't know. How, how do you meet friends new now. friends? I have. 
I have a couple friends in Long Beach, like new friends. Yeah. So you have a good, you have a good way to meet new friends because you have a gym. So people I don't want to be in. friends with people who come like it's very there are people who I've like exchanged numbers with at the gym and they're like I really do want to hang out with a couple. Yeah. But like I really try to keep that like as a limit. Mm. There's a couple dudes though that like this dude Tim. Be, shout very out much, Tim. Shout out Tim. Everyone else though is like um, like that. These two dudes I become friends with. They both surf. But we would like, one of them is my neighbor. My neighbor haphazardly just turned into like, neighbor's pretty cool. Same here, actually. He's pretty My neighbor's cool. like, let me see golf and all this. And I'm like, oh, you're a good guy. Yeah. So that's what we were just chatting. It was like loose. It came to it. It was like, oh, you have surfboards? Okay. And then we were just like, you know, never really brought it up. And then we were just like talking through the fence and we went surfing the other day together. And we had like, it was fun. Oh, that's awesome. And now we're like texting. That's cool. Which is a weird you know because i'm like well he is my neighbor like i could end up being like good friends with this or person. or if it went weird then he's, he's my right there so it's, you got a really slow it's a roll sensitive thing i've never been in that position the other dude though owns a business in long beach as well and there he also go. surfs and we met through but a, see that makes sense there's a there's a like-mindedness us. there but me and him always talk about hanging out and never hang out it's Classic. like two we're like two like no i'm not gonna like what am i gonna do what am I going to do with him? Like, right. You know, it's not like we played video games when we were 12. Right, right, right. So right. Be like, I don't know, dude, you want to come over and just like play Halo? Right, 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 right. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to like, get the headset on? What are you going to do? You want to sit and watch cartoons together? Smoke weed and watch silly movies? Like, you feel like you'd have to be like, oh, I have to entertain you. Like, I don't know. I have, do I, do you have a nice bottle of wine lying around? Or right. Have like a little it better be nice. Fire in your backyard. Is your wife right. going to have a cheese plate for me? <laughs> A charcuterie like, what are board? we gonna fucking do You're like do you have a char- charcuterie board for me yeah like i don't understand are you gonna like what uh, am i gonna do when i come over there you're gonna cook an incredible meal for me uh, what are you gonna do for me <laughs> what are you gonna what why would i hang out with you? you what are you gonna do for me this is my anxiety of inviting someone over what do you want me to do for you i'm not gonna do anything for you, you so you we shouldn't have, hang you want me to have nice things prepared for you tasty S- treats speaking of surfing this injury if you guys yeah. don't know, snap my leg, my patellar tendon had surgery. It's I'm, good now though. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm in the middle of recovery. Things are going good, but I've kind of had like a re like imagining of realizing how much I wasn't taking part in physically surf again, like surfing. Like there's all these things I want to do physically where I was like, man, I wasn't like out there physically like i wanted to be like i really want to scuba dive i want to i want to like get certified and i want to start like scuba diving i want to surf again like i want to do all these physical activities that i felt like had been neglected in my life you want to scuba dive i do have you ever been certified no want to do it together i would love that let's do that let's get nasa when my leg gets back let's get it is it the no nasa's the personal training one what is the scuba dive? no idea this is a new development this is about four days old what we should do is do it like what everyone else does, like and not do it here. We you should do it just in Mexico go on a trip at a pool. Somewhere. Yeah, and then you, you were you were swimming in the pool, and there's like four people like you see them doing diving. that. It'd be cool to go through the whole process here, though. Yeah, I don't know the difference. I'm sure more it's more time expensive, consuming, more expensive, more but commitment. I just was like, I had a buddy who used to be like. Oh yeah, this weekend I'm going to Mexico and I'm going scuba diving. There's like a hundred foot cliff. Then we're going. And I'm just like, dude, that sounds insane. 
I, I I'm honestly scared to do it's that scary. stuff because I'm scared of like big creatures in the ocean. It's like a big shark that can kill you? Yes. It's I'm wild. I'm more afraid of that than like a bear or like Yes, because or even like a wolf or a cougar, I'm like I have a chance. Well, first of all, a great white shark is a lion that swims. I don't have a chance against a great white no, shark. No, you can't even run against a lion. If you're in the water, it's like crawling against they're a lion. The, There's no chance. They're the apex predator. And they don't even like, have to try to kill you. It's just like, oh, how? Dead. Yeah. And you're like, oh. They're like, oh, I'm going to get you. It is terrifying. Rip your leg off. It's a big mystery. The ocean oh. is a big mystery. Yeah, I'm not into it. So I mean, we I'm should into the ocean. Out, I'm on, I like surfing. Yeah. But I'm really, I have a fantasy of like sailing. I have one too. Like just being on a boat and, and just be sailing. like, let's take the boat out. It looks like a lot of work. Though. I would honestly, it I would It looks like be, a lot of work. It does look like a lot of work, but you can charter that work. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so you're not sailing. You, you're on a sailboat. In this outfit, just wine just charcuterie board. you have to be smoking <laughs> cigarettes too endlessly like, endlessly smoking fishing cigarettes as well fishing and i'd be writing my memoir and the captain would have yes. to just be listening to me you have to have like a notebook lots cigarette, of bottles martini wine everywhere Const- but, but but you can't act drunk i would constantly be talking about water world water world water world the if movie was, uh, yeah if i was By the out way, there I love that movie. I love that movie. Dude, the I smokers. <laughs> love Waterworld. That movie is so good. It's so tight. It's also my favorite live action show at any amusement park. Yeah, yeah your classic Waterworld. Mm-hmm. Waterworld is so sick. And anyone who hasn't seen it should absolutely see that movie. Great movie. Who's the main actor again? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. That's what it is. He's a merman. He's a merman. He's amazing. <laughs> He's like a sick merman. He's sick. Yeah. He's like a battle dude who has like a raft. That- what he really is, is like Aquaman. If he was like kind of scrappy and cool. Waterworld is Mad Max on the water. It is. And I just thought about that. Yeah. That's exactly, exactly what, what it is. It is. Yeah. It's Mad Max on the water. Like everyone's hanging and flying and coming down. And they're and, all crusty and it's yeah. just like a fight for resources. Mm-hmm. And then he's got a map to dry land. Which is exactly Which is they're Mad all looking Max. for like water and all that shit in the other one. There's no mother's milk though. No. Which is really weird. No. Yeah. But anyway. there is like weird nuclear waste. Yeah. It's a great movie. This is, you know, this is, this is what I love about us. This is the most chaotic 20 minutes <laughs> anyone's ever. When we're in weddings... Water world, France. Mm-hmm. What? You know what themes have stayed true though? What? Charcuterie boards. <laughs> cheese? <laughs> Char- cheese. Charcuterie yeah, boards. I didn't think we brought up cheese Being in water treated world. like kings. Alcohol is a common Alcohol, one. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's get into this episode. We. Uh, we. Uh, we. What was the I am one? Jacques. Uh, just like using French words that you don't even know. I am in Paris okay I, I love that works like that uh, I really don't know I don't know French well, at all speaking of speaking French Jesse Jesse Palmer using out it. of the no man's land can just rip French. whenever he can it seems he's flexing his French he definitely was very excited when they said they were going to France he goes the premiere this is my moment when he does the premiere show of like whatever it is yeah, he's, he's like boxing event French is kind of hard but anyway 
We should just do he Scottish accents it. instead of the French. <laughs> Scottish. Oi, lassie, it's me, Jesse Parmer. <laughs> Parmer. El Parmer. Uh, he killed it. I will say he killed it. He did. Like, it was like not... I, I When he first started speaking French, I thought, oh... He's got like a well, couple words really memorized. Pulled. And then all of a sudden he like nailed it multiple times. I was like, okay, this guy is the classic like guy who learned French to like be sexier for sure. Oh, no, 1000%. He like, but the studio seems to have really pulled in the reins on Jesse Palmer. He's got the training bit back in. He's not just galloping the blinders, doing whatever on. he wants anymore. That's true. They were like, yeah, you can do the announcement. Like, enough with the bits. He's so psyched on it. But he literally, he's like reduced to like three lines. Yes. An episode. He was getting a little like loose. He was getting like, I got a, I got a whole skit for this thing. And I like, got a thing. Chill. I got a thing. They're like enough with the lines, They're one like, liners. Uh, so basically, the episode starts off with old hectic Hayden. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it started. Let's be honest, it started juicy. It started um, juicy. Like it was kind of shocking for them to like hit it that hard that quickly. Well, what I will say. Okay, this there's a few things I want to dissect on this. First, Ballhead. The ultimate survivor. Ultimate survivor, but also like I'm never a fan of people doing what Ballhead just did, especially in his position. Okay. Because he is as we've said, he's now friend-zoned. He's not being taken seriously, but maybe he never was going to be taken know. seriously. He keeps surprising us. I like that she used his real name because I forgot it. Ballhead? Yeah. He has no name. His name is Ball, last name Head. Well, she used his real name, but I won't repeat it. Um, <laughs> yeah, do not repeat that name. That name does not exist here. But yes, what I thought was weird was, what I also appreciated was they showed, like, this was an instance where what he was saying was like, no, this dude's like a dickhead. Or as Becca said earlier today, he's a D-head. Wait, so you like, didn't like that Ball had told her? As a for the show, for the sake of the show, I love the I love it that he did it because it stirred the pot. Got it. But just in terms of like, should you do this in life? No. Got no. it. Just he's gonna his character will reveal itself anyway, and it was going to he like he was going to go and confront her over his disappointment right. with their conversation. This is like the perfect situation of like you don't need to throw this guy in the fire. He's gonna throw himself in there. Well, let's just talk about the initial comments well so that's my thing is i can't believe ball had misquoted him to the extent that he did no 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 no, need- no 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 you're missing something i believe that he was more quoting other things that were off camera you think yes because on camera they were showing like all of this stuff where he i mean yeah he, but, but everything he quoted wasn't what was on camera he only quoted one thing. No, he quoted multiple things. He said about the breasts. He said that well, you yeah, can't that trust these bitches. Well, that was the one that no, I No, that like, was the... So, there was, there was two that we didn't even know about. He wasn't even talking about what was shown to us. So, Ballhead was talking about more that was like off camera between them. I, yes, because he said... Mind, he said... Because he was, he was saying, oh, that like their, their breasts aren't as good as my exes or something like that. But that wasn't what was discussed. You know what I mean? In my mind, he was saying what he remembered, and then they were showing what actually happened. Because they show the clip of him him being like, you know, like, I mean, I'm constantly comparing him to, like, my ex, and they don't hold a candle to her. And he's like, 
and we then, didn't hear the and breast then you thing. hear Ballhead saying though that there was the breast thing, and I was like, wait, is he just like misquoting no, the shit out of I him? No, I think I think they didn't show that. I think they were like he was probably going on for twenty minutes talking, and that was a part of it. To me, I was like, dude, like at least get it right. No, no, if no. You're gonna talk behind someone's back. I got it. That like, was my take on uh, that. my take was like he, they, he, you know, Aiden was probably going on about shit, and then he, they, they just showed us a couple clips because he, he was quoting specific stuff that like we didn't hear. I didn't think about the fact that we didn't hear it. That yeah, it didn't like make he cut. seemed to be on a rant, and so like we, they just showed us two quick lines. But what was crazy? Let, let's talk about like. What what blows me away was we always talk about this every season, but I will say this is the pinnacle of don't you realize you're on camera? Yeah. I mean, when you say, when you're talking about the bachelorette, one of the bachelorettes and you say, oh yeah, you were, you were talking like this, bro. Like, first of all, you're bro. telling this to another guy who likes her you're talking to another guy who likes her and doesn't like you and then you're doing it on camera so it's like what is the result here what i did think was sweet was when they show ballhead when he's doing this how he's like he says it and he's literally like Mm mm-hmm and it's like crumpling and when he's talking about it he's like i was just so disappointed so disappointed in hayden I did think it was sweet. Um, it was super sweet. I thought he did a good job. I thought what I liked about Ballhead's like comments was that he wasn't being over the top about it. He was just like stating the fact, and he wasn't doing. A, I would never say that. He wasn't trying to no, frame it. He, he was, was literally just, like, just being like friend to friend, whatever. He's like, like, I like care it's about really you. gross, and like you should know about that. Yeah. When I was like, okay, you're just this guy's a little b word in my mind. Right. Was when she was calling him out, and he's like that's not what i said he just lied right to her face but no but he wasn't like no no no. like that's not exactly what i said was more the take of where he was like i'll deny this by being like that's not the verbatim yeah, i quote. used the and and twice instead of once or whatever you know what i, I mean? really wanted him to be like what i actually said was this what i don't understand was his logic of like well i used the word rough around the edges just like she oh, did that was and i go and i go well dude if I insult myself, that doesn't give you the le- like the now I give you the license to insult me. Well, did you see the? So like- if I said, "Oh, I'm so dumb. I parked in the wrong spot," that doesn't mean that now you can walk around and go, "Evan's dumb." No, like th- that's not how this works. If she goes, "Oh, I'm a little rough around the edges," that doesn't mean now you can use whatever. Like that logic does not make sense. No, that was. I mean, you just saw. I mean, this is like, we, we we used to joke at work when someone got bent. Like, he's just so bent out of shape yeah, yeah, on yeah. this. We used to be like, how bent is he? Mm-hmm. And you just see, like, he can't stop talking about it. And every time he brings it up, he's doubled down because he said it to someone else. And now it's like getting, I mean, you see him tell like three different groups. And by the end, he's livid about it. And that's when he's saying that kind of stuff. Yes. And you're like, dude like you offended somebody just say you're sorry and move on he's a you know what he is he's a frat boy billionaire's son maybe yeah because he no no, i'm not saying he actually is because he has this air of like massive uh like ego to him and he also is like how dare you not give me what i want 
Like when the whole, when, when, when he, <laughs> the craziest line of the night, when she goes, I needed to talk to you. And he goes, oh yeah, about the dog. And she goes, what? About oh, that the, was the dog? <laughs> like that was the most in. No, she's like. She, he was like, I didn't get the reaction says, I liked. He says about Rambo. Yeah. Because he's like, about I didn't Rambo, get the reaction goes, I liked. Who? And she's like, the dog? Okay, like, you that called shit, me? Dude, I was, that I was, was rolling on the floor. I was that was like, actually a really comical moment. She, she couldn't believe like what was, she was like, wait, what? Like, you actually think that we're talking, that I've come here to apologize, to not give you the reaction that you were hoping for? I love, too, that he's so mad that she just allowed the interruption to happen. Yeah, he was like, that's what I mean. He's like a he's like a rich, rich, he's like a super trust fund kid who's like, I didn't get my attention that I liked. And now you're going to pay the price. You. J- it was like spoiled little boy vibes. It was very small. It was just very small vibes. That was crazy. It was, yeah. It was wild. Like, I just couldn't believe, like, the... I mean, this is how the thing mad of, he like, was. Up, just, he like, goes, there's no redemption on it. No. There's no redemption on it. I don't know what they're going to say on it. Well, here's the, what I'll say. I stand Rambo. Rambo. Rambo's innocent. He's a beautiful puppy dog oh, who is going through it. And listen, we love, we stand Rambo. Here's... Here I want, owner, not behaving so great. I want to call out a couple more things on the owner. This was my favorite, my favorite part to write at the end. His exit, his exit, was where very he intense. goes, out of nowhere. Like, I choose he, Rambo. I know, out of nowhere, he gets, they're at the door. They haven't said a word to each other. And he just goes, I want to let you know that, um, like, I, I, I hear you and I respect you as a woman. And then he goes, <laughs> goes in for the hug oh and, and she's, she's like, like what the fuck and yeah she bleeds like, back and he does like immediately it's so, like, the most awkward hug of all time as a woman and now i'm going to encroach on your personal space and give yeah. you an unsolicited hug that you yes. obviously don't want and just be like but i respect you as a woman but now i'm just gonna do what i fucking want to you yes and then after following that up he's like and now i'm gonna compare you to my dog yes respect you as a woman but i'll compare you to my dog and i'll treat you however i want and it was also like so out of the blue of like because he looked at his hug as a gift here's my exit line and he's like and now i'll look good and he just said like some fucking rehearsed shit that he was like thinking of like i choose rambo thing yeah well that i was just talking about the like i heard i hear you and i respect women oh yeah what the fuck well no it it sounded like he kind of had like What's a good thing to say to a woman? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah, thinking yeah. about that. He's like, oh, fuck, this is my exit line. It's good if you say that you respect him, right? And then just immediately crosses the boundary. Yeah, and made her feel super uncomfortable physically. It's just like, dude, you obviously, she obviously doesn't want to hug from you. Like, she hates you. Go away. And then just immediately goes to compare her to, you know, yeah, just, and like so oddly, like angry, emotional. Yeah, he had a lot of anger. This is a tantrum. It was tantrumy, 100%, because even when he... Passive-aggressive um, tantrum. Well, even when he was, like, talking to her about, like, when they when he first told her that he wasn't into her, he didn't just say, like, you're amazing, and I'm just on a different page, and I, I find myself building a connection with Rachel. He was like, we don't have the same morals, and you're rough around the... Like, he was being insulting and rude, yeah. and, like, his vibe... And then he got angry when she didn't give him the attention he liked, and he got angry when, like, they 
she pulled him and was like, wait, we're no, not talking he about got my angry dog. when she was basically like the words he said hurt my feelings to her friend. And her friend was like, yeah, no, like what he said was not all right. And then he starts telling other people in the room and they're like, bro, you said that. And then that's when he was like getting really angry yeah. when he's like, I'm not a fucking dick. She's a dick. Yeah. She's, she's, you know why, you know what's wrong with her is yeah. because she's the one who used it in the first place. Yeah. And I can't say it now. It's like, well, he's yeah. like, she's, let me tell you. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> of course you can't say it now just because she called herself something doesn't mean you can say it now. No. Like that's an insane comment. But listen, we stand. We, we stand we, Rambo. Rambo. Dude. Rambo sounds like a sick dog. Rambo sounds amazing. Beautiful pup. Man, we hope for a speedy recovery. We hope he does well. He has, he, yeah, he has an illness, right? Yeah, I think he has cancer. Yeah. And so we love you, Rambo. We stand by you. What were your thoughts on the dates, Tino and Jason? I liked them. I liked them both a lot. Jason, at first, we were like, yeah what is going like, on where's with the this personality guy? right at first where are you and then he was Bro. so sweet so sweet not only sweet but incredibly wise dude it, it just for someone who was saying like a lot in his thing that bothers was, you yeah it does I'm, bother I'm me i'm a big like guy i feel like i say like a lot does that bother you it does a little bit for real like um for real is this a thing when it's that when it's that many times in a row when you're just not gathering your thoughts when i were in this conversation and i'm trying to gather my if thoughts and i'm saying like a lot it bothers you if it's like you know like i'm like this this way and sort of like yeah that shit bothers me someone's talking to me like that sorry just like spit it out dude sorry i forgive you Wow. I don't think you're that bad. I have my moments though. We all have our moments. But in a moment like that, I find oh, just it particularly it. frustrating. <laughs> I used it in there. You can't use the word like ever again. Not ever again. Uh, I don't remember him saying like probably because I say it a lot. So I wasn't, I didn't notice I was hearing that, him but. say it. I just wanted him. It was, I, I might've been really sensitive to it because the whole criticism of him before was that he really needs to open up. Yeah. And that he's a man of few words. And now here he is having his opportunity to open up. And it just really felt like he was downplaying things and trying to say less while tr- he trying to trying to say more, but then backpedaling at the same time. Do was mean, my initial take. At dinner? At the start. Oh. And then it turned into this whole thing where he's asking about inner child therapy. Oh my God. And she's relating to everything that he's saying. And you just saw this crazy deep connection. And I was very happy for Gabby in that moment. It was like love. It was like real yeah, love. It was one of the better connections I feel like I'd seen on the show in a long time. What I liked about him was that he didn't try and like tell her something. He literally was just there, but I, I don't, he was so confident while being so quiet. And then he, every word he said to her was like super supportive and also explaining, hey, I got trauma too, and I've gone through it this way. I'm here to support you. Like he also told you about like his life so really calming. subtly. Yes. When he's, when he was saying, you know, I invested it all into tennis. And then I started to really resent tennis and I quit. 
And he didn't go into like, I had this lavish career. Exactly. I did. He's just like, yeah, I put my heart and soul in that, but I think for the wrong reasons. And so it just was short lived. And it was powerful how little yeah. words he needed to communicate a point. And I think they complement each other really well. Really well. They have an amazing connection. Uh, I was blown away by how that conversation went. Like up until that point, you were kind of like, all right, Jason, like you better turn on some boosters here, man. Cause there ain't nothing. And all of a sudden he just came out with the swinging. Tino's date is more the typical good date you see on the show. Romantic. You're going making out a ton. You're just kind of wondering, and this isn't a, you're just kind of wondering like how deep is the connection really? Hmm comparatively you know when you think of like classic bachelor stuff where they got to have their one-on-one conversation but it was just a lot of making out and obviously there's a ton of physical chemistry going on i don't think everyone needs to be deep and i also don't think everyone is deep like right like let's say if you've gone through a lot of trauma you have a lot of self-exploration and a lot of layers that you've worked through. Let's say if you That's haven't, you. then you're not going to have all those layers that you have have worked through. So Tino and Rachel hit me as like, they're more focused on just like having a good time and the seem to like the romance and connection, and all these things where Gabby seems to be like, I'm less actually interested in like romance and like a crazy physical connection. I'm actually looking for someone that can see me. Yeah. I haven't been seen yet. And I felt like Jason was the first guy to like see her and she saw him. You know what I mean? Cause she, she doesn't like Rachel keeps more talking about like, I want that spark. I want that thing. And they with the physical connection and we want that, you know, excitement in this. And they seem to be having that. Gabby never really talks about that. She's always like, I got all this stuff I'm going through. And if we're not on the same page, we're not going to go. And all of a sudden Jason comes in and he's like, I right there with you. You know what She's, I mean? So it's, it's like totally different to equally as powerful connections, just f- very different. I also think from the first date, you realize she's being forced to talk about this mm-hmm. and she didn't talk about it with Clayton. No, I mean, a so little bit tiny, but yeah, mostly bit. it's news, right? This shit's news to us. Yes. And you saw the first time she tried to open up about it. She was like, I don't feel good doing this. And this time she was way more comfortable yes way more comfortable and she was triggered like she was right in it you know she's gonna have to do that with all of them and so i just i think it's i i'm wondering if there's while you're realizing it i'm wondering if like her attitude is shifting through the show and what she's going to think is really important to her she's she wants to be kissed well no no, i'm not saying she doesn't want the physical side i'm just saying like she seems to be like really looking for that person that can handle that conversation and rachel's saying though that she wants that sure rachel's really saying that she wants the physical chemistry right exactly um i mean that's why she sent our race car boy home right she's like it's not there no and now maybe he would have been a better i don't know if he would have been a better fit for gabby but he seemed a little on the softer side right uh the first when when the jason date went down i went that's so good I'm scared for Nate. You know what I mean? It was one of those. Like, I was just thinking I thought that. Nate like, had it. We have to, does our boy have to look out? I thought Nate had it. And then I was like, that Jason date was like on that. That was like a, there's levels to this game type of situation where it's like, Nate, you can shower her with love, be the kindest, sweetest romantic person on the planet. 
but you can't compete with like real connection through like heavy things in your life. Like you can't compete with that. And that's what I felt like happened with her and Jason. It was like, Oh my God. And then like, yeah, I just, I do not know how you're going to beat that. Like, have you heard of this? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, changed my life. Yeah. You're so sweet. And Becca were both just like, Oh, like, and that's was like the, you know, it's like, oh, there's levels to the connection dude. game. Yeah. Um, therapy King. We stand a therapy. King. We stand a therapy King. Can't believe I would have said that. Can't believe what a journey it's been. What bros. a journey we're on. <sighs> this crazy ship. Um, we parked at the therapy dock for so long. Therapy dock, baby. Let's talk about the boxing match and Rachel's dude. The producers are, they're just like they're, they're, they're seeing it. it and they're going oh rachel's having a tough time you know that they let's told turn on the burners you know that they were like specifically like no no no, you guys can't go don't over look there over right there because it's going to create a weird angle for the for the for the camera no, so don't look someone was probably like can i go sit with my rachel and they're like not now yeah sorry we're doing a thing with now the it's actually a really bad time yeah <laughs> she's like we're seeing her crack let's break that let's throw a grenade into that crack i'm a little disappointed on the lack of ko's or like real Typically, when this happens, someone gets wrecked. Someone, someone, <laughs> someone's usually, hyperly hyper aggressive. Yeah, there's usually we didn't see any of that, or there's household trauma that they're like, let's go into the boxing ring, and right. then they just put the two people who are beefing at each other, and that's when we see the shit get unhinged. But we don't have like uh, a guy in the house who's like the real crazy guy, you know, the guy who's like hyper aggressive who wants to like beat up people. Who were the guys who were like controlling the house where they were? kicking people off they were like the mafia you remember this was this on paradise i don't remember yeah Where they were teaming up it was yeah. like joe and freaking james and like all these people and it was were a mafia teaming up like the mafia and just kicking people off the beach but like the whole boxing thing remember they even faded it into all the reverb and everything because they were just like this is nothing to do with gabby or I the boxers i just thought of something for paradise what when, we, when people can exit we want to say you may have touched sand you won't be kissed by the sun you're that's off. actually you're really off. good that's really good that's how i would kick someone off the beach and then the sun is the son of god like you're not and gonna it's go actually home, a church you're not gonna go home tan okay you're yeah. gonna go home pasty because all you did was touch sand you're not you're not you're not and hanging goes, out kiss by a rose on a thing Ooh, yeah. don't stop you didn't give me a beat or anything normally you give me a you little didn't beat you need one <laughs> i couldn't if i just wanted to be serenaded right then. serenaded yeah not serenaded 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 <laughs> and remember? if i was nate that's what this i would is, say this is like I this real quick like, deviation that reminded me of when christopher walken was on snl and the foo fighters were playing and he's like next up the foo fighters <laughs> <laughs> like he had never heard of the foo fighters and he goes uh give it up for the uh the, the foo fighters <laughs> <laughs> i love christopher serenading Walken. <laughs> he's so tight uh, the foo fighters the foo fighters <laughs> have you um, seen deer hunter of course of oh course. my gosh um okay so Scary dude boy. the brutality so so rachel is struggling right so we got the the boxing match post rose ceremony 
denial three times. Rachel continuously bringing up the rose ceremony to Gabby really bothers me. Because you're feeling like she's not seeing her. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. drop it, drop Rachel. It. Drop it. But I will say it's getting significantly worse for Rachel. It's about to. Well, it just simply is about to be because we see how soft she is and how like emotionally vulnerable she is. But to, she's like, also been going the way through the it. Show works. Like, let's be real. So after the rose ceremony... Before the rose ceremony, or like right up through the rose ceremony, there was like, oh, okay, there's a similarity. She got dissed three times. Gabby got dissed a couple times, right? There was kind of like, oh, they both got dissed. Since the rose ceremony, though, I will say the guys in Gabby's group are a lot more like head over heels for Gabby. And it does seem like Rachel is dealing with some dynamics there. There's and it's like, there's some... a weird vibe going on with that flirt date thing and all that stuff. Like the guys don't seem to be like grabbing it by the horns and going for it. They seem to be a little weird. Yeah. And then, uh, we got the Logan thing going on. Like there's a lot of like Logan ugh. accepting the rose was the worst thing he could have done. Okay, this is this is a this is a controversial thing. I think personally it was the worst thing he could have done because this is cowardice in my mind because okay. what he should have done was I'm actually deni- shocked you're saying this. I think he should have denied it and just like what you know he didn't want he's like I'm going to keep it It's such a slight to Rachel to continuously accept that rose. Even though she's going to lose it anyway, it's more to like be up front with her on where you're at because she's talking to him like, I'm really sorry we didn't get to talk this week. Right. And he was saying, I was trying to get time. So we know the producers, we know the producers were keeping them from each other totally. to force this position. Like totally. what's going to happen? Let's create the drama. He could have gotten time with her. They, I guarantee you they're like, she can't meet right now. She can't meet right now. They can't see her. Oh, she's actually doing... Oh, she's doing hair and makeup. Oh, she's... We can't meet... You know what I mean? Well, they're like, also probably guiding him on like, you definitely want to get your screen time. You would definitely want to get your time with Gabby. Exactly. Before you do this. So she, they definitely were like forcing them not to see each other to force the rose ceremony debacle. Where he's really messed up is he should not have vocalized this to anybody. This early on. You're saying he should have waited till after the rose ceremony to start mentioning it. So he, he, had, he had plenty of time to kind of like. He should like, now that he's like said it out loud. Like it'd be one thing if he was like, I don't know where I stand. I'm pretty sure like I'm into Rachel, but like, I also want to talk to Gabby one more time. If like he had done that, like after the, like if that situation were to come up or yeah. like he helped create, like he, he created that and then was like, fuck, like after talking to her, I just. And, you know, it's like, that's a little different than like, he said it early on that now he's scheming. Now he's scheming. And now he's like every moment that he's not up front with Rachel, he's lying to her. Yeah. And that's why I think it's a bad move. So, so I completely agree with you. But then I had this thought, and this is more of a question for the broads. It's a question for me. It's a question for you in regards to. We first of all, it's great for the show that he kept the rose, absolutely, because that keeps the drama alive. So we're not even dealing with the morality of it. We're not, we're not keeping the like whether it's a good move or not. Thank you. Yeah, but here's the question. So he probably tried to get time, and because Logan, Logan has been a guy who's like gotten gotten after it. So clearly, the producers kept him from it. 
But we also got to remember that he has only had like two conversations with either of them ever. Because mm-hmm. he was saying, the one night that I met her, that one night, Gabby, I felt like there was a connection. So when you actually back up from this whole thing, you're going, the guys had about 30 minutes of interaction with both of them. So when there's a comment being made about like, oh, you need like, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, he still has barely even any relationship with them at all to even develop anything. And he's going, basically all I've had to work with is like being in the same room with Rachel and 20 other guys. So I haven't even, you know what I mean? He's just basing it off of that. And he's going, basing it off of just like a couple conversations and being in the same room. I'm kind of vibing Gabby. So the question becomes like, if you can't get time with Gabby, if you say no to the rose, you go home. You don't get a chance with possibly your dream woman. If you say yes to the rose to then stay on the show to go after your dream woman, what, like, you know what I mean? Because I thought the line that was very interesting when he said, fortune favors the bold. And it was a bold move to say, like, I'm going to go for this because I know that she might be my girl and I'm gonna, I got I to gotta make these tough calls to make it happen. Like, but that's where I'm where, like, where I'm not saying either way. I'm more bringing a debate so that we can have the conversation about it, about like the interesting aspect of the scenario where he'll really mess up. If is, in my opinion, where the real bad move will happen is if he talks to Gabby before he talks to Rachel. That is the ultimate bad move. If he needs to go right to Rachel and say, hey, this is how I feel. This is what's going on. I'm going to go talk to Gabby, blah, blah, blah. But if he goes to talk to Gabby before Rachel, that's the ultimate, like, that's a bad, bad, bad move. Yeah. And I also think learning lessons from the past, if he had denied the rose, I don't think Gabby would have rewar- like rewarded exactly him with the rose she would have been like rachel would be like so humiliated exactly he would have gone immediately home which would have resulted in him never meeting gabby and never having that possibility so my question is what is that this is why there? i think he should have kept it all to himself until that, after the that ceremony is absolutely what he should have done he should have thought i'm having these feelings but i'm gonna i'm but just gonna keep them wrong myself. when you like when you're thinking about how much time and all of this stuff his 30 minutes 40 minutes coming each. from isn't wrong right he's just trying to figure out where you're allowed to have feelings yes but now that he's made a plan now he's playing a game and now he's manipulating the situation and this is not so innocent the waters are muddy and that's where it's yeah that's where he's steered into shallow water and it's a rocky bottom here's the thing here's what i would say real life bad move coward move yeah. right you know two girls you go on the date to get closer to the girl that's a bad bad move bad guy move on this specific show knowing he'll never get to see gabby again strategic yeah it's a real tough one because you're kind of like to spin it he's got to spin it in a good way he's got to spin it in a positive positive way i mean it all in my opinion super it, like I am very much on like anyone who says on paper, I think it's a bad move. I think it's a coward move though. I do think there is like a debate to be had about it. There's but a way I to think, do it. 
everything. It's how the show started. But also, yeah, exactly. We're also on a TV show. We always have to remember this is not real. Like, it's real life, but it's also like this is a game to some extent where people are trying to figure out a way to get the time and the whole thing. But I think it also really comes down to his next move. His next move is the nail in the coffin. It's the like, if he talks to Rachel, at least there is a level of like, I needed to meet my girl. And I'm so sorry that I took a spot to do that. But like, I felt like I had to. Now we can at least have a conversation. If he talks to Gabby first, that's the ultimate betrayal. Absolutely. And remember, the show started where like, they didn't have to make a decision. A lot of them didn't have enough time in order to make a decision on who they were going to solely vie for. And then it was like, do I risk being taken off the show completely by not accepting the rose from whoever gives it to me first? Well, it's like the first guy you've even sussed out. It's like the first guys who got who got tonight. It's like that guy said no because he's following Rachel, and I'm going like falling for Gabby, and then it was just like, well, too bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I liked Gabby, and so now he's never going to meet Gabby. And I go like, isn't there some level of like, hey, nice to meet you? Yeah, I'll stay on the show for a little bit to like at least see if there's a connection there yeah that was unfortunate it was a sacrifice i hope he touches sand logan no the guy who didn't get to the guy who's just like i can't accept that rose oh those three guys yeah i hope they touch sand unlikely probably we didn't get to because they they didn't get far enough to become characters look at joe though joe that's joe's the ultimate like anomaly what happened (laughs) Night now one. he's like a superstar in commercials and he and he spent one night on the show it's like insane Dude, he was just on fucking um family feud and he spent one night on the show one night <laughs> it's like this, this shit's crazy it's really nuts um what else is there i feel like um armpit smelling was gross yeah that was gross i don't want to talk about that it's just classic bachelor gimmicks what else came up i don't have oh you know oh this was something i took a note i took a note and this is good because this is towards the end of the show where we're at i wanted us to act this out after avon gets his rose yes i want to do an improv scene okay of what happens after tino says oh tyler's whole date first off tyler Tyler showed up in this episode with guns. No one knew this guy had biceps. I certainly didn't. Oh, yeah. Tyler's day. He had like a very like nice day. It was a really great one. Tyler gets the rose and Tino says, Tyler didn't believe in you, but I did to Avon. There's like three of them in there. Oh, oh, yeah. I remember that. And he's like, Tyler didn't believe in you. I did. Right. And then they just cut. They just cut and you don't see the room after that. And I was wondering like, what would that room be like? What would, what do you think Tyler's reaction was like? Do you think Tyler was, do you think he was like, do you think Tyler's competitive with Avon or do you think that it was more like that was a joke? Him just roasting, but like, you know, when, you know, when someone jokes around and goes, Hey man, you're a good guy. I don't believe any, what everyone says about you. Like, that's a joke saying that like, like people are talking <laughs> shit. What, you, what? Right. It's a joke. People are talking shit. What do people say about me? Exactly. Do you think it was one of those where they're just joking around being like, Oh, he didn't believe in you. Or if he's like, like <laughs> exactly. And I think it's more like that. Tyler's sitting on the side. Like, I didn't say that. What are you talking the about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude? I think it's more like that. Like, Hey, Tino, like Tino goes, dude, Tyler didn't believe in you. And, and Tyler's going like, I didn't even say anything. What are you talking about? He's joking. A hundred percent. But you're saying, what if it isn't a joke? 
What if it isn't a joke? What if they're in there? Or what do you think Tyler's reaction was? Because they cut it off. What if Tyler was like, what the fuck, man? He goes, hey, man. <laughs> I like I. So what's the improv? Who's who? Well, okay. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be Tyler? Or do you want to be Tino? I'll be Tyler. Or do you want to be Avon? Avon's my pick. See, I still... What is Mine is uh, Eric. Mm-hmm. I still have high hopes for Eric. I'm not saying he's the best guy. I'm just saying like... He's I, looking like a I, shot in the dark at this point. I think there he's just not entertaining because he's with the plot isn't exciting for him. But I do think he's still a front runner. With his mullet. Mullet. Do you think it's a front runner intact. haircut? Yeah. I think he's got swag. I think he's got like player vibes and i think that that's always like they're always going to keep a player in there we're to keep always going to remember that we're going to remember that first night though i'm pissed i'm yeah. pissed that could come back that could you come know back. that could come back to bite him in the butt he's got a little bit of that like i don't like when a girl says she doesn't like me kind of vibe it's her fault kind <laughs> yeah. of thing i yeah so it, look so my some improv, red flags we're not doing my improv idea oh, yeah, well, it wasn't a good idea it. Look, it was, if it was a good idea, I thought at the time when I watched it, I thought it could be a good idea. So if it's not, a good, if it's not, we don't have to do it. We can just it. move on. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's something. They say that improv, you never say no. Yeah, that's true. But I just mean the tension. I didn't know if I was reading too deep. I took it as he was just being playful. But if he's not being playful, I really well, then there's a little tension in the house. I was mostly, I just wanted us to think of the, of the various ways that it could go down. Of like, what if Tyler is really hurt by that statement? You're saying that he... Tyler could be. Tyler strikes me as someone who could be like really sensitive. emotional and sensitive. So you're saying that Tyler is hurt by the fact that Tino jokingly said, he doesn't believe in you. Like, whatever. He's simply because of the fact that they're on TV and Tyler strikes me as someone like, who's like really aware of it. And he's like, dude, why would you say that? Like, people are going to think that's real. Yeah. The bros are going to start talking about this. Yeah, exactly. And... It's gonna be like a dude. It's not a big deal. It'd be like it'd be like (laughs) no. It is a big deal. He'd be like this. He'd be like no, man. Like can I talk to you for a sec? He's like um, like I dude, I I do love you and like I we I feel like we have such a good bond. Um, but I felt like there's been a couple comments made like in front of everybody, and it's like I just don't know why you're singling me out. Like what are you talking about, man? I just feel like there's just like this thing where like you know, I'm a sensitive guy and it's like, you go out of your way to make these jokes and I get it. I get it. I get it. Locker room hanging out. Like I totally get it. Um, but I, I just don't know why you have it out for me. Like, what did I do? Is it, I just do something to you? And then Tino's probably like, you're like, what? Look, dude, I honestly think you said it yourself. You're just a little sensitive guy. And, and now I mean ha- like you're a little guy, but you're just like, you're a little sensitive. And guy. now we and have now- beef because now you, I feel patronized by you. And then, and it's then, like, you, what did you, listen, and listen, then bro. He doesn't, and doesn't he's kind of doing there, one of these. Doesn't meet him halfway yeah. on that. And then Tyler's pissed because he's like, I just don't understand why he doesn't get it. And then two hours later, he's like, Avon, dude, like, Gino's kind of an asshole, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to create like a little bit of a bond. Thank for you, him. thank you for exploring okay, this. With I got me you, bro. Because there, I think there's something here. <laughs> so niche, <laughs> so niche. <laughs> This is what I read into on the show. I like rewound it and I was like, that is fucked up. You're like, that's there's some beef there. He was off to the side. He was like, what? Oh, 
How's the, the braid looking? By the way? I think they look good. I haven't. I've been trying to like really not look because yeah. you've made, you've brought up the fact that I will just stare at myself in the TV. <laughs> so I'm trying not to. Yeah, well, no, I. So you know what's funny about this, anyway, you guys? It's hard not to in the beret. You know what's funny about this? So like, um, Lee, who's our amazing editor, he. Uh, he he's always, also one of my like old yeah old time Lee's best the, friends. Lee's the best, and so. I talk to Lee a lot and like we're talking through all this stuff and like he'll be like yeah, yeah, yeah. um the video looks great he goes and I'm like yeah do I need to change angles and he's like no no it's good and I go well you just you know you know Gray does look at himself mostly the whole time in the camera <laughs> because it's not even a diss it's more like oh we have to get angle right because he's not looking Gray's not looking at you for half of the episode he's looking so like so you guys this is this is what it looks like when I look at Grayston, now, this is what it looks like if I'm this, looking. This at is what it looks like if, if I'm looking at Grayston. Now, if the monitor is near, is on the Grayston side, so this is what it would look like if I was being, if I was looking at myself. So, if you notice, <laughs> Grayston is looking down towards the camera, which is like this. But this is actually what it should look the like. The problem is, <laughs> the problem is, is I have to actively turn in the couch to look at Evan. There's like a monitor here. And when I saw Evan it. doesn't have the monitor in yeah. front of him. Evan just has a white curtain. Yeah. And he's looking into the op. We're looking into opposite corners of the yes. room. So we're looking like this. Yeah. And in my corner of the room is a, is a monitor with Evan in my face just straight at me. Yes. It's distracting. I and it. dude, if you... I mean, I feel like most people, if they see themselves just on screen, you're right be in front of them, like, you're just going to be like, damn, is that like, am I moving like that? Yeah, Do I is look that how like I that? act? That's funny. Yeah. And so I'm just like, oh. That's funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's well, actually when you, and you, and you, in broads, I bet like now that you're like looking at this, you're wondering why is Evan's face pointed this way and his pointed Dead a different on. way? I'm just like, I'm yeah. straight on like newscasting. Yeah. It's like, hello. <laughs> That's how I, Grayson, I, that, I Grayson, that's did, so funny of you that you're saying that. Like I wish we did in the do camera. this. Is, well, because I can see you and I can see your face yeah, right there. Right. So you're look, you're kind of talking to me through a camera. I you're, wish you you're did on a Zoom call with me right next to I'm me. I'm literally looking at you as you talk to me in but this. But not to but my this face, is like even though I'm casting. two feet away from you. It almost feels like e there's a way where it's like... Uh, it can almost be easier to talk at someone through the screen because they're not... Because you guys, we're actually, you know... A little bit of movie magic, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like, most people think we're 20 feet away, but really, it's right there, baby. <laughs> can you see if I reach my hand over? You can see. There I am. Yeah, this is all but video no work, by the way. Everyone, and I sometimes touch hands. Yeah, we're just. But that's off screen. No one you sees can't it. See it. We did that when we, brought up, when we brought up Boris earlier. We touched yeah, hands. Yeah, we touched hands. Well, we love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Um, as always, this is shit show, but we have fun. It's so loose. much fun. We just have fun, you guys. Because the way that we want to do this, at least for us, what makes it the most fun is if it feels like we're just hanging out in a barbecue having a conversation. And I think that like, even if we try to structure it sometimes and we try to like, oh, let's get through these points. And then it just becomes an absolute mess every totally. single time. <laughs> it's harder because we're like, wait, what is the structure energy? Yeah. And then we're like, <laughs> what happened? Anyway, did you go to Costco last week? Did you see that they changed the price of the baked 
thing of those honey of those baked things. They raised their hot dog prices. Well, that's what they said. It that was like the meme that said, "Like you know, inflation's bad." And they, they showed the guy like putting the the dollar extra on there. The I think there's a quote though that the CEO said if they ever change the price of hot dogs. There's like a famous I don't think they quote. changed the hot dogs. There's I a feel famous like that was the quote one. by the guy who owned like one of the stars. Because it's been like a dollar ninety nine since I was a child. Let's look this up. How do you Google things? Like if I want to look this up, would you Google like guy says about Costco hot dogs? No, I'd say Costco hot dogs CEO. Literally, I typed in Costco founder, Costco founder hot dog price. There you go. Um, this is so funny. An old quote from Costco founder Jim Single about why uh, that is why it has resurfaced on Twitter after a user post screenshots from 2018. What the fuck did he said? Okay, when Costco's current CEO Craig Jelinek once approached Senegal the other the then ceo about raising the price of the hot dog senegal told him if you raise the price of the effing hot dog i will kill you <laughs> figure it out <laughs> really passionate about hot dog prices in 2009 he did figure it out costco stopped using its longtime hot dog supplier hebrew national oh I, that's and what i grew built up on kirkland signature hot dog factory in los angeles it later built another one in Chicago. The new factories reduced the production costs for the hot dog, allowing Costco to continue selling what, the what menu item this? for one fifty. Two thousand nine, dude. I re- Hebrew National was the thing. I remember going to Costco as a kid, and all the um, umbrellas outside were Hebrew National umbrellas. Hebrew National is a fantastic hot dog. Well, if it's Costco, you know they just copied the recipe and then just one hundred percent. That's what they did. They, they opened a Kirkland yeah. factory. <laughs> Proud to say it's here in Los Angeles. There you go. There we go. L.A. Well, let's hold hands. Love you, bro. Love um, you, you guys have an amazing weekend. I'm gonna go ahead, sit over here. No, you can't yeah, with him with the microphone. Oh, but um, we love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Uh, what do you? I'm working this weekend. What are you doing this weekend? I'm doing like house projects on Sweet. Tuesday. Um, Tuesday, I'm going to Oaxaca. Dude, I love your guys' travel schedule. I just go. You guys are always traveling. It's amazing. Well, this is the one. It's like every week you guys are on a trip. It's so epic. I have a love-hate so relationship with the being my own boss situation because I am responsible for everything. So that's like, I don't actually like that part. But you also technically have the flexibility to go with whatever you want. But I absolutely love just being like, I just do whatever I, want, whatever I want. Love it. Well, we hope you guys are having a great weekend doing some fun stuff in Oaxaca. I'll be working. Um, but... Uh, what are you working on? Top secret? A show. A tour. Cool. So we're in rehearsals. Britney Spears? Ever heard of her? B Spears. I can't say who bit. it is, but it starts with BP. No, yes. <laughs> it starts with B ends in ears. And but I can't say who it is. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, oui, oui, bonjour. Au revoir. Oh, oui, chérie. What was, what was the I am? Je crois. Je crois. Je crois. Broads. Love you. Bye.